the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com on the app. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. Happy Friday. Good deal of sunshine, 85 the high with clear skies tonight, low 62. Uh, tomorrow, a lot of sun, high again, uh, and that mid-80s range maybe even a little cooler, around 83. Sunday, a little different story. Looking at some clouds and uh, a couple of showers possible. Our daughter, Theodora's first softball or soccer game is supposed to be Sunday afternoon, and we'll see if that happens. 80 the high for Sunday. I was at a Wawa the other day, Victoria, and I saw the pumpkin spice latte has appeared. See, personally, it I think has, it, yeah. it's too early. It is a little early for that. It, it needs to be... Uh, Technically, summer doesn't end until the 21st, 22nd, correct? Of September? Yes. Yeah. One of those, yeah. Well, so... we got a ways to go. Uh, yeah. Well, in any case, I, I I don't mind it. I like it. I don't have too many of them because they're, they're high in sugar, but... Uh, Soccer for me, watching the kids grow for years, has been patrolling the sidelines or in my chair. Sometimes I coach, but have one of those little hot beverages, especially as the fall gets a little cooler, is a lovely thing. Phillies 6-5 over Miami, or they lost Miami last night, 6-5. They try and get back on track tonight. They're home against Washington at 7-05. And the Eagles opening their season this Sunday at 1. They're at Detroit. Buffalo beat the Rams last year, Super Bowl champion, uh, 31-10. Last night, you excited for the Eagles season? You're a fan, right? I am. Baseball is my number one, but football is a very, very close second. Okay. So, yes, I love the Eagles. I used to work for them, so I try to follow them and uh, yeah. you know see what's going on. I, I must have missed that, to your point. I don't know why I thought the first game was... Later. 19th, when I looked it up, I guess I looked at the oh, wrong yeah. schedule. Probably the first home game. Probably. I don't, I don't have it in front of there me. There you but go. I'm guessing that's what it is. Well, I'm glad I know now. Yeah. So their season opener Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock. Uh, the voice of the Martyrs scoreboard, the other number we want to throw by you, is 38. 38 listeners now have joined our circle, as, as it's called, to help bring Bibles to the persecuted church around the world. It's just $6 to do that. You can do more than one Bible, but our emphasis really is just do a Bible and be part of the group. We're trying to get as many listeners involved as possible, really in the process, raising awareness. Uh, even a small step like that can really go a long way. Certainly prayer for the persecuted church around the world matters. And a very close second or right around there is having the word of God. So we're happy to partner with Voice of the Martyrs again this year. Last year, we had 129 folks step up and do at least one Bible. So uh, the competitive side of me would love to at least go one better. 
I'd like to see that number dwarfed, frankly. And we're off to a pretty good start. 38 in the month of September. We have the rest of the month, uh, but we'd love to get these going. And, you know, the, what's, what is the, kind of a, the ball gets rolling downhill. It starts to pick up some steam. So if we have folks calling in, I'd, I'd love to see us get a dozen people this hour. Because if we get 12, we head into the weekend with 50 people. And that really kind of sets us up for next week and keeps things rolling. And, again, I don't like to put – one reason I don't like to put numbers on things is because – God might be at work in your heart and a lot of people's hearts and uh, and just say it's it's a good thing to do. It doesn't have to be part of a, a station goal or a fun thing. It, it can be. But that's really the most important thing should be just pause for a second and think about how important the word of God is to you. And because of that, really all you're doing is giving that to somebody else. The opportunity to open God's word, get to know him, have his promises to build their lives on. It's a powerful thing. It's only $6. And uh, so we invite you to call in or go online. If you want to call, it's 800-279-1969, 800-279-1969. Or right on our homepage is a Voice of the Martyrs banner, very easy to spot, at WFIL.com. Now, let's see. Um, we have our pun segment to cap our program off with today. We also have my brother Bob is going to call in Victoria. You know, we're giving away that book Black Friday on the topic yes. of abortion. And uh, that's a contest that goes through Monday night, I think it is, so that, that you still have time over the weekend to enter. We have, I don't know, six or seven contests at least going right now. And many of them last for the month of whatever, like our Ministry of the Month with Truth for Life and Alistair Begg. That's all of September. Sometimes a contest comes off the board during the month. We have more contests coming in behind, so have fun with that. Check out WFIL.com as often as you can and get yourself in the mix for these different contests. But my brother Bob's an author. He joined actually in studio a few weeks ago when he was in town. Just asked him to call in today for a few minutes to talk a little bit more about the book Black Friday, the one we're actually giving away through this coming Monday night. Uh, it's actually set here in the tri-state area. It's fiction and, uh, again, revolves around the, the topic of abortion. But it's a novel. And so uh, we'll have, have Bob talk about that. He's written over 50 books. And so he can even just speak in general, too. If you're a writer, he knows a lot about writing. He's done all kinds of uh, writing from Phil Robertson, and Miss Kay from Duck Dynasty to uh, Jim Daly from Focus on the Family. Did his, uh, his uh, I always forget it, autobiography or biography? Which one? Which, I never remember which one's which. Anyway, he did that and uh, he's working for Point of Grace, a Christian music group, and a bunch of others. So he'll be part of the program. And we're working on seeing if Gary Cobb can join us. He has joined us many times in the past. Gary G. Cobb played for the Eagles, played for the Lions, Victoria. So if anybody would know, you yeah. know how this weekend might go. I think G. Cobb would, uh, but I haven't been able to reach him today. We usually are able to reach him pretty quickly, so we'll see, and hopefully he can join our program. We may have another special surprise in the hour as well. All that said, we'll get our first break going. We'll try and mix in a song or two and have some fun today. I want to kind of just put this back out, the Voice of the Martyrs deal. $6 for a Bible. Could we get 12 people this hour to do a single Bible? Just one. It really is good. You don't tell, oh, you really want me to do 5 or 10 or 20, don't you? No, one. One. A single uno. Here's the number 800 279 1969. 800 279 1969. One more time 800 279 1969. Or WFIL.com. There's a Voice of the Martyrs banner there. And we'd love to do some shout outs during the hour as well um, for those who have helped out. James in Chester Springs. Ellen in Lawrenceville, New Jersey, and David in Lansdale, among some of the most recent folks to help out, Nada and East Norriton, too.
trying to draw the circle bigger, we'd be glad to break our hands and let you in as we continue to increase the amount of Bibles going out to the persecuted church around the world. Voice of the Martyrs works in over 60 countries, China, Ukraine, Cuba, North Korea. It's a wonderful thing, a wonderful opportunity. So please join in with us if you would and help us keep moving things forward. Love to get 12 folks this hour. Would you be one of them? And if you call in or go online early in the show, that helps accelerate things, you know? My dad used to say, nobody wants to get on board a or a stop train. When something's moving, people catch, oh, something's happening. All right, I'm in. So when you call or go online in the next few minutes and we can report that, that will help others do the same thing and get to the goal by the end of the hour. 800, five, uh, 800 I'm sorry, 800, um, I lost the number. 560? No, no, not ours. Okay. Off the top of my head, 279-1969. Doing this from memory, 800-279-1969. Pretty good memory. For uh, Voice of the Martyrs or WFIL.com. Thank you so much. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. You are still the goodness in my life. AM 560 WFIL.com on the app. Toby Mac with Blessing Offer and the Goodness. It's 416 on our fine broadcast. Uh, Victoria, did you see the, the you're a sports fan, I know, and baseball, you mentioned Phillies is, is your favorite Philly team, that uh, baseball just passed some rules for next season. Did you see this story? I don't think I did. Okay. So you can fill me in? Yeah. Well, so they've been discussing this and researching these changes for three years and testing them out. Like okay. Like minor league level to see if they actually work. The big part of it is just to speed the game up uh, because the games can take a really They're long time. They're big on time, that now. Right? Yeah. It's been more and more, right? So they've been doing little things here or there. And so now, officially approved for next season... The following, I'm not going to do all of this, but a pitch clock of 15 seconds. So the pitcher has to pitch every 15 seconds if there's nobody on base. If there are runners on base, a little more complicated, they let the pitcher go 20 seconds between. But they got to be focused and keep moving forward. And one of the other things they're going to focus on is how sometimes the defensive, the players are moving all over the field. Because they know a given hitter tends to hit one way or another. The shift. The shift, exactly right. Well, and some people don't like to shift for different reasons. So you'll have uh, a bunch of people all on one side. I think when Ryan Howard played for the Phillies, there was you know, there'd be a bunch of people on the first base side, and the whole left field side is wide open. Right. So then they say, well, then hit it to that side. But you don't go to see Ryan Howard hit little singles through the left side of the infield. You look, you're there to see him drive the ball far. So anyhow, they're going to eliminate that. And the infielders now, third base, shortstop, second base, first base, basically have to stay where you think they should be. They have to, third base and shortstop have to be on their side of second base. And second base and first base have to be on their side of second base. And they all have to stay on the dirt. Because sometimes those players would sneak out into the short, shallow outfield or whatever and start moving around. So rather than have all of that movement, which takes time to get in position, they said, no, no, no more of that stuff. Wow, that yeah. should be interesting. I'm sure there'll be complaints. Well, the, so the vote was not unanimous, but overall, they feel like as they have tested these, and, and the committee for this involved owners, involved, I think, a couple of players and some others to kind of have everyone's input on this. So the part about, though, the, the whole, like, you know, each pitch has to happen a certain 
at certain intervals. Mm-hmm. That feels like a lot to manage because yeah. it's actually the catcher has to be in position at a certain time. The batter has to be ready at a certain time, and the pitcher has to throw the ball by a certain time. So the umpire actually has to keep track of three different people. Oh, wait, it's uh, you're two seconds too late. So, so the yeah. different penalties. You call a strike or a ball if you're not in position and ready. So the whole call is to be focused. I'm curious how it's going to play out uh, next season. I don't know about you, Victoria, but what's the hurry? Yeah, I, I, there's this big movement, as you know, you just brought it up, how they just really want to keep speeding the game up because I guess what they're trying to do, so I've heard some people say that they want to appeal to the younger generations that they say have their, their shorter, their attention spans are shorter and shorter. Yeah. But it's like that kind of ruins the whole, in my opinion, tradition of baseball. I mean, the whole point of baseball is it's a kind of a lazy day. You go to the ballpark and right. it just takes as long as you want. And I couldn't yeah, I, I I don't understand this. If you either like baseball and appreciate it the way it is, I think, or you just don't like it. I don't know why they're trying to yeah change I, the game so much. But I I think you nailed it there. That whole relaxed pace. I know from covering the Phillies, Eagles, and Flyers over the years. I like I like them all for different reasons. I like the Phillies because of that very fact. Some games will go extra quick. The pitchers were this is true. doing really well. on its own. Yeah. Right. And then other games could be double the length for different reasons. Maybe they're trying to avoid – the only thing I can think of is they also want to maybe avoid the marathon game where, yeah. you know, there's only rare – there's there's a rare, but will they go to like 14 innings, 15 innings, 16? Maybe they don't want that. Right. I, I don't know the purpose really other than trying to appeal to the millennial short t- attention span generation. But. What was that? What did you say? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I spoke about my own generation. I'm towards the end of it. But the what is the one below me? The Z. Oh, the, I don't care. I lost new track. ones. Yeah. I <laughs> just I, I love baseball for that reason. I do too. A, a side note uh, to this too. I learned this just covering the Flyers. There are times that the game's going on, and all of a sudden action stops because they have to get a certain amount of commercials in. That's how they you know pay a lot of the bills, TV contracts. And so what happens is uh, you might be watching a Flyers game and. There's no real reason to stop. Like uh, just a, a little – I mean the puck may go out of the arena. But they have markers where if the, if the game hasn't stopped on its own for other reasons like a goal being scored, they actually stop the game to do commercials. So when I would cover the Flyers games, they would end almost to the T around the same time, around 9.30 to 9.40. Every, every 7 o'clock Flyers game I used to cover – Ended in that window, maybe nine fifty at the latest. Right. There was never any predict. There was never shorter, never longer, unless it's overtime. And I never covered the Sixers in person, but I'm guessing it's similar that they have to structure it a certain way. So mm-hmm. you know, some games have natural breaks in the action for whatever's going on in the field. But there are times where the hockey game's flowing along nicely, and they actually stop it. Yeah. So they can make sure they get enough commercials in. Yeah. So that's anyway. That's why I like baseball, the pace of baseball. But if you're a Phillies fan, baseball fan in general, speeding it up, they're looking to speed it up some and all that. That's happening uh, starting in 2023. We're gonna take a quick break. My brother Bob is gonna be checking in here. He wrote a book called Black Friday. Among the 50 or so he's written, he was in studio with us uh, not long ago when he was in town. But today I call, asked him to call in for a few minutes to talk about that book specifically because we're giving away Black Friday on our site at WFIL.com through this coming Monday. It's one of half a dozen or more contests and things you can win right now. We always have lots of contests up there, and this is one of them. 
So I said, why don't you call in a few minutes just to give a little more light on this particular prize. So Bob will be checking in here in a few minutes. And then uh, we also have our Now That's Punny segment. And we have at least one more special guest joining us before the hour is through. It's our famous Friday show. One other quick reminder. We're looking to get a dozen folks this hour to, to cover the cost of one Bible in our partnership with Voice of the Martyrs. Sending these Bibles to over 60 different countries. Literally one Bible. We're celebrating how many people are involved, not how many Bibles this time around. 38 so far. We'd love to get to 50 by the end of the hour. Could you do the cost of one Bible? Takes about a minute or two to do. 800-279-1969. 800-279-1969. Or click the Voice of the Martyrs banner right in our homepage at WFIL.com. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It is 426 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia. And we're glad to bring on board my little brother Bob, Bob DeMoss. Hey, brother. Hey Tim, greetings from Colorado. How's it going out there today? What's uh, you're you're doing some work with Focus these days, right? Yep, yep. I uh, uh, this is my um, I've just completed my first year back on my third tour of duty. <laughs> uh, they can't get rid of me. I just keep coming back. Wow, <laughs> that, that's great. Well, you know, Focus and the family, of course, airs on our station, and Jim Daly, I, you wrote. Uh, is it by finding, finding finding home? Yep, his yeah. first his first book. It's just a great story, and something that um, if people haven't read, my goodness, it'll surprise you. Uh, one of the takeaway moments is he says, "I I should be insane or in jail," and given the childhood he had, yeah, um, yes, that's a true. That's an understatement. And here he is now leading, you know, the premier Christian organization for family and parenting. And that's just a tribute to what the Lord does with our brokenness. He can repurpose it into some really good things. Amen. Yeah. Jim Daly, focus on the heat. I remember him joining us a couple of times in the last couple of years, usually around their Sea Life events for pro-life. And he talked, he rattled off. I mean, he's done it many times, but he rattled off all the stuff that happened to him. It's unbelievable. And, but he said he, he felt like, when he looks back on it, that God allowed him to be part of all of these different family situations and tragedies as well, because now he's in more understanding really as he does lead focus on the family. So, uh, well, absolutely. When, when he talks about it on the broadcast to, you know, a hundred and some countries around the world, um, he's talking from the heart because he's been literally in everything from uh, a family with two, you know, with a mom and a dad, then, you know, who are alcoholics and then abandoned, then a step parenting and then uh, abandoned by mom dies and the stepdad leaves and then put up to uh, foster care. I mean, he's, he's literally lived it all. And um, and now, you know, of course, he then gets married and has his own guys, you know, Trent and Troy. And, you know, he's got to process his own securities about being a good dad because he didn't have that. So, yes, he's really experienced the wide spectrum that, you know, all of us at some point will dovetail with his story. Yeah. You can catch Focus, by the way, weekday mornings at 7 
also weeknights at 8.30, and we have an overnight broadcast, uh, rebroadcast at 1.00. Uh, again, so that's one of many fine broadcasts on the station and focus on the family, Jim Daly, uh, Bob, my brother, DeMoss, joining us today for a few moments on the Tim DeMoss Show. And uh, we had a great time having – so you wrote his book, um, Finding – what was it called? Finding – Finding Home. Finding Home. Is yep. it considered a biography, autobiography, biography? I always forget how to use those words. Well, I'll just put it this way. However you use it, it's not fiction. It's amazing. <laughs> well, it's a good segue because in your 50-plus books that you have written over the years, you have done some fiction, including Black Friday. And that's why I wanted to have you on today uh, because we're giving away that book through this Monday night at midnight, so there's still time to enter. When you were in studio with us recently, we touched on it near the end of the show, but we didn't really get into it specifically. So I thought it'd be fun for listeners to know a bit more about this book that they can enter to win. Still, time to do so. Um, so, I mean, you set it up however you like in terms of the backstory to how it became, uh, you know, how it came to be, really, and maybe the Left Behind series prior to that is a, is a good start. Well, so the... Um uh, passion that I have and that you have, Tim, growing up in a home that was highly, highly committed to pro- being pro-life and the life, what a beautiful choice environment and all that that we experienced. Um, you know, when Tim LaHaye and I were talking about creating a series for young adult readers, uh, we wanted to make sure one of the topics we covered was being pro-life. And so Black Friday is a novel written, co-written between Tim LaHaye and myself. Tim LaHaye, of course, listeners will remember him from Left Behind. Well, the series that Tim and I did was called the Soul Survivor Series, S-O-U-L, Soul Survivor. Black Friday is the fourth book. And the setting, what's really cool is, you know, in writing class, they say, write from what you know. Well, it was written in the Delaware Valley. So you will actually see names of streets and places that are familiar um, from Willow Grove and Horsham and Fort Washington down to, you know, South Street and like that. So it's it's really um, but abortion and being pro-life is really what the topic is. And the reason why there's real urgency here to get a copy and to put it in the hands of, you know, whether it's a teenager or, or college, I know adults write and they love it is because we've lost our minds as a nation. Um, so we have just yesterday, Roe v. Wade, in the wake of the Roe v. Wade being turned over, the Dobbs case, yeah. you have, a, you have a, our Vice President, Kamala Harris, telling pastors that they should promote killing babies in abortions. So she's talking, and the Houston Chronicle reported this, um, she's at the National Baptist Convention in Houston with about 2,000 pastors and church leaders, and she's saying that there's nothing inconsistent with advocating for abortion, um, and you know that's part of her personal agenda, but she sprinkles God talk on it. So people start to think, well, maybe, that's, maybe it isn't inconsistent with being a Christian. Well, that, using that logic, you see where we're going as a nation. Uh, another headline from yesterday— Nearly one in four Democratic voters, and this is not being Democratic or Republican, it's just what the headline says, nearly one in four Democratic voters believe that, quote, men can get pregnant. It's a new poll, one in four Democrats, and one-third of white college-educated female Democrats believe that men can get pregnant. So if you repeat a lie 
enough people believe insane things, whether it's Kamala Harris saying that aborting children is consistent with the Christian teaching or that men can get pregnant. So enter Black Friday where it's like, you know what, guess what? Let's help the next generation understand what is really involved when you go through the process of getting um, a child that's within you terminated, whether you're a teenager or, you know, uh, college age, you wake up one morning, you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm pregnant. I got to get rid of this deal. And it's, no, it's not inconsistent with my faith. It's, you know, and they don't have any idea. They have never done any research. They've never talked to an abortionist. When I wrote Black Friday, I literally interviewed two former abortionists who had multiple clinics each. So I understand a whole lot of firsthand that went into this book. So while it's fiction, everything you read in Black Friday is real. Just tuning in, my uh, older and wiser brother, Bob DeMoss, is uh, calling in today. I asked him to do so because we're giving away one of the books he has written called Black Friday. And as he was mentioning at the beginning there, uh, folks may very well remember the Left Behind book series, which I guess was primarily in the 90s and maybe part of the O's, um, millions mm-hmm. of copies, like a hundred or dozens of millions of copies, Jerry B. Jenkins and Tim LaHaye. And I think J- uh, Jerry B. Jenkins did a, a good chunk of the writing, and Tim LaHaye was there more for the scriptural accuracy. Uh, I remember having them on on the show 20 years ago mm-hmm. uh, talking about that. And then you got connected. How did you actually get connected? Because then out of that black um, – the um, uh, left Behind series, left behind. yeah, mm-hmm. came the Soul Survivor series, which you have Black Friday plus three other three others is four total. Is that right? Yeah, total of four. Okay, how so did far. how did you meet uh, uh, uh or get connected with them? Did they seek you out and because you were a writer? Yeah, well, they did. So Tim LaHaye um, had a literary it was part of a literary agency that also represented my writing. Okay, and so the agent came to me and said. Tim LaHaye is doing a book called Mind Siege, and it's uh, about how the culture is trying to conform believers into its mold. And it's a book, a big, thick, heavy book for pastors and lay leaders and all that, right? And they want a teenage version. So they, we meet in the parking lot of Barnes & Noble, right? It's like doing a handoff between the cars, you know. <laughs> right. I'm glad the, the cops weren't, you know, in the white sack he's handing me through the window, um, but it was the manuscript. And so I went and I read it and I said, there is no way in the world a teenager, while they ought to care, will care about this topic unless you fictionalize it. Create a novel, get, hit all the data points about the need for absolute truth and that choices have consequences and that there's a myth when it comes to the tolerance movement, that the tolerance movement is so intolerant. This is you know, years ago, right? And right. it's only gotten worse. So that's when they said, okay, well, why don't you take the weekend and come up with an idea that would be the novel? I'm like, okay, I'll get right on it. <laughs> and <laughs> The whole weekend, wow. You know, well, you're so generous, right? Map out a whole book, right? So I did, They wrote some sample pages. And this was at the time, I think at the time, Left Behind, it hit 60 million sold. Uh, it's way beyond that. But, you know, it's like, I'm thinking the USS LaHaye is pulled into port. Like, wow, it's a great opportunity to collaborate. Even if I do all the writing, you know, it'll resonate data points that are important to Tim and he has the main cachet. So 
they ended up reading it and, and Tim's like, I love this. Let's do three more. And so <laughs> the publisher said, here we go. Let's do a series of four books, the Soul Survivor series. And that fourth book is Black Friday that you're giving away, which I'm grateful for. I just wish, I mean, it's not doing any good sitting in my basement, right? So um, that's why I'm like, here, here's copies. Do something with them. And I hope your listeners will claim them because you don't have that many, I don't think, do you? No, I mean, <laughs> we, we, we have them. Listeners or books? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, books. What are you yeah. saying, Bob? Yeah, no, you, <laughs> you were generous. You gave us a nice box of them. So we have that. We, we want to give those away. Uh, the other three books in the Soul Survivor series, what, what are the topics on those? Just for reference. So the, yeah, so the, the Mind Siege Project is what we ended up calling the first book. And it really does explore that topic of absolute truth and choices have consequences and so on. And it's set in the Chesapeake Bay, just out there of Philly, you know? Yeah. Um, and um, it goes into the consequences that take place when you throw truth overboard. The second uh, book is called All the Rave. And um, there was a season when the rave underground party dance uh, scene was massive. Well, this book came out in that season, and yet I find out today, 20 years later, that's still a really big thing, hmm. and it's still happening. Well, all the rave was sent, was, um, the setting was down on uh, in inner city Philly in an abandoned warehouse. I literally took photos of it. I mean, it's just, you know, heavily researched the area. You get the feel of it. And, um, you meet some unsavory characters and you begin to understand that when you um, uh, put yourself in the wrong setting, wrong things happen. Yeah. So it's a cautionary tale. So you think about Hebrews. Um, Hebrews says that, right? Make level paths for your feet so the lame won't be disabled, but rather healed. You know, don't be surprised if you start wandering into areas. You know, the Lord never says get close to sin or get close to problems so that you can prove yourself. Like, no, run the other direction. So well, but, that that was that's what happened with Samson. He thought he could play footsie with Delilah, and it wouldn't come back and gouge his eyes out, which it true. did. That's so right. you know, he lost his spiritual insight. Then the last book, the uh, Last Dance, really uh, goes into um, the um, kind of being on the internet, introducing yourself to strangers, the consequences that can take place with an unguarded heart where you think you're getting one thing and in reality, you're getting something very different. Hmm. So, and then black Friday is the fourth one. Okay. If you're just tuning in, uh, my brother, Bob DeMoss is uh, calling in today to chat a little bit about uh, a book specifically called black Friday that we're giving away right now through this coming Monday at midnight. It's been one of the books we've had on our contest page for a couple of weeks now. Uh, and, it, but you know, the, it expires on Monday night. That's when we stop giving it away. So there's still time to enter. And, uh, we had you in studio cause you were in town. It was great to have you in more of a panoramic view cause you're very influential in my life in many ways, including professionally and why I even have a show, why I do radio. Uh, but we didn't get a lot of time when you were in to talk about black Friday. So, it's very insightful, and I'm glad we could have this here, especially the timeliness of it. Um, mm -hmm. Really, in the end, the, you know, the overturning of Roe v. Wade, the opportunity to have different tools available. So to me, you're, it's, this is fiction. Black Friday that you've written is, is fiction, set in the Delaware Valley, but it's, um, it's very engaging. Based on fact. Based right. on fact. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's very readable. Like it's, a, it's one of those things where, and I think maybe one of the best points is, to me, 
especially to try and shape um, and be part of the culture war, if you will, or battle for those who would before they they get to be older and their opinions have maybe hardened some. Mm. And, and like you said, anybody could read it, Black Friday, but the opportunity to perhaps get it for your son, or your grandson, or you know someone who is still trying to make sense of everything they're seeing around them on the news online. This is this is a tool that people could could put in the you know, could deploy for lack of a better term. Well, and the reason, Tim, it's also really um, a helpful perspective is when the media doesn't challenge the notion that one in four people, men, can become pregnant. I don't know how you become pregnant without a uterus. Like that's not how God made the system, right? Yeah. But when the press doesn't hold such insanity accountable. Then what ends up happening is we play charades with the truth, and then the truth is something that they hide. They don't want you. It's like uh, what's his face said in A uh, Few Good Men, you know, Jack Nicholson. You know, you can't handle the truth. And that's essentially what the press is saying is we're not going to let the truth out. We, we don't want you to know it. Um, and so that's where Black Friday comes along and says, well, how about the list lady who shows up at Planned Parenthood and buys body parts to um, sell from babies. Oh, they do that? Yeah, well, guess what? Read Black Friday. You will find out that is a thing. Or that about um, in Florida, when I was working on the book, 23 abortion clinics had no running hot water. Um, Several had dogs that walked through licking up blood on the floor. That's something like one in 10 of the, quote, medical doctors who, who perform the abortions aren't even licensed doctors. They could be a mortician. They could be a veterinarian. Only one in 10 are actually board-certified doctors. And most people don't realize that. And, that's the, and the press will not tell you that, nor will they tell you in Pennsylvania, for example, when I was doing the research, that the average um, abortion clinic or center or whatever you want to call it um, was inspected less often, like four to one, less often than veterinary clinics. They just simply did not have state health inspectors going through. So a dog, your pet, will be in a safer, cleaner, healthier environment for whatever procedure they get than a woman who goes into a center. And that's why you get Gosnell down on, you know, I forget the name of the street, right. where his clinic was just ignored for years, if not decades, swept under the rug. And he's a mass murderer. So, yeah. I, you know, it's just, um, the book is not as fired up as I am in terms of the intensity of the book. I just, these two headlines are driving me nuts. Yeah. Uh, it's like, how can people be so uninformed and well, so... As you're talking there, Isaiah 5 comes to mind, uh, verse 20, where it says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness Mm. for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And Romans 12, 1 and 2, obviously, we actually shared this the other day uh, at at church. uh, Pastor Mark made the point when it says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, that it's something that happens to you if you're not careful as opposed to like mm. don't do that thing don't you go conforming now it's do not be conformed if you're not paying attention the pressures around you the influences around you 
will have an effect on you. And mm-hmm. even the absurdities. Uh, I, I was scrolling through Facebook recently, and there are a couple friends of mine, and I have a lot of friends all over the place, and I'm okay with people who have very different views. But um, not just for abortion, not just uh, supporting it, but celebrating it, literally creating posts yeah. saying abortion is a godsend. Literally, the, one of my friends put that on on the page. So, I mean, I just pray for pray for that because that's crazy. And even even though you don't, uh, you know, everybody can do what they want. They can post what they want uh, pretty much. You, you want to be part of the conversation, I guess, not yelling back, but at least put something godly out, something accurate out, something that can point people in the right direction. You don't have to shut everybody up. You can't necessarily quiet all the voices or correct the whole world. But I have found that trying to combat the culture is to try to put forth the beauty of the gospel so that people don't pay as much attention to the nonsense because they're seeing the truth. That's, I think, to me, the best one of the best things I can do. So anyhow, Mm. um, yeah. And so Black Friday is part of that, the novel. Bob, it's a... it's great to talk to you today. Thanks for checking well, thank in. Thank you for having me on. No, I really appreciate that. It's it's an honor. It's always great. I, I love the Philly audience. You know, raised there, and you know, it's my heart. So that's why I set the book. You know, Black Friday in Philly. Yeah. Uh, in, the, in the suburbs. So uh, hopefully, it'll help some folks who get a copy. And, and honestly, if you guys run out, you tell me. I'll be more happy to send more. That's very kind of you. My wiser and older brother. Thank you for that. <laughs> I almost said big brother, but you don't like when I say that. So I don't like that, no. <laughs> God bless you, Bob. Uh, God bless you. Have a great rest of your evening. Happy Friday. Thank you. Love you. Talk to you later. Uh-huh. Love you now. Right, Bye. Bye-bye. That's my brother, Bob. Uh, he wrote the book Black Friday, which we're giving away, among many prizes, at WFIL.com. You're welcome to get online and uh, enter that contest sometime before Monday night when we wrap up that particular contest. There are many others you can enjoy as well brief break we'll come back and cap off our fine broadcast with the one and only now that's punny that's next on the tim DeMoss show wfil also one more invitation to call in and help out in our partnership with voice of the martyrs for six dollars you cover the cost of a bible looking for a dozen folks willing to step up and help out just a single bible we're not asking you to do two or ten or fifty you can do whatever you want but we're asking for one as we try to grow the circle as large as possible 38 listeners have helped out so far you can do the same. 800-279-1969. 800-279-1969. Or WFIL.com. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM 560 WFIL. It's the Tim DeMar Show and the time we've all been... Well, it's time to end the show. <laughs> now that's punny. That's wonderful. Oh, look at you. I know. I'm feeling creative today. One of these weeks you should do the puns and I get to push the buttons. No, that's not going to work. I like pushing your buttons. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Doug, how do monsters discipline their kids? Uh, with a big club? They take away their scream time. Oh. You sit there, you young whippersnapper. I'll show them. <laughs> Doug, why are skunks so poor? Do you ever wonder why? Uh, they can't get a bank account? Because they only have one cent. They only have one cent. <laughs> poor, poor little skunks. 
Doug, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. How much room do fungi need to grow? Oh, fungi. Yeah. I thought you said fun guy. Well, you too. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, Tim. As mushroom as possible. Oh. You a movie buff at all? You watch films? Uh, yeah, I do. But not way back. All right. Well, you know Al Pacino, right? Yes. I mean, a famous actor. Mm-hmm. Do you know about his older brother, Cap? He invented the Italian coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cappuccino. I've heard of him. And not many people seem to have... Anyway, uh, which American actor, as long as they're talking actors, is the most polished actor, would you say? Out of all of them? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I there's, I don't know. Charlie Sheen, of course. Oh, yes. He's really yes. polished. <laughs> Come on, spread out. How about if you had to consider which actor is the most educated uh, Anthony Hopkins. Okay, why? I don't know. He just sounds smart. Okay, well that, that might be true, but I'll go. I'll go one better. Kevin Bacon, because he has six degrees. Mm. <laughs> He's probably in the movie with Anthony Hopkins at some point or something. Seven degrees. Yeah. Uh, one last one on this topic. Mm-hmm. Who do you think the smallest actor ever was? Oh, that guy from uh, Fantasy Island. Oh, no, I know. The plane, the plane, Bob, the, the plane. Boss, the plane. No, Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe, the dirty <laughs> jobs guy. Yes, Mike Rowe. This ought to be good. Yeah. Well, I'm saying Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe. Oh, Mike Rowe. Wow, they're getting too deep for me. Yeah. But you do get a smattering of applause for Speaking that. of which, I was going to tell you a joke about umbrellas, but I figure it right over your head. <laughs> Like everything else. Wow. We actually had Mike Rowe on the program. Did you really? We did. And get this. You know, Dirty Jobs, Somebody's Gotta Do It was another one. Mm-hmm. We had him on Friday, March 13th, 2020. Friday the 13th. 2020. You know what day that was? No. That's when everything started to go COVID haywire. Oh, really? That was. I had a DJ job that night. It was the last thing before the world started to shut down. How about that? Yeah. So we actually had Chris DeGaul was the other guest that day with uh, Mike Rowe, hmm. our, uh, our host on our sister station. March Phil- 13th. Philadelphia's AM and The Answer. Yeah. Hmm. Podcast of that. If you want to check it out on our homepage, just got to scroll back. You can find the one with Mike Rowe and Chris DeGaul. Uh, all right. So here's another one for you. Now, we, you know we have our dog, Moose. I do. We also have a dog. We also have a pony. Did I tell you that? No. Yes, it's true. I actually, I gave, he's very cute, gave him a cough drop this morning, because he's a little horse, you see. <laughs> I had a moose encounter on my vacation, by the way. Did you? Yeah, I did. What happened? Oh, it was just on the side of the road. We decided to pull over and uh, get some pictures. Okay. Yeah. But then more people started to gather, and the moose started to get agitated. Wow. So we took off. Oh, did Rocky say anything? No. No, no. just Bullwinkle. Just Bullwinkle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just checking. Hey, Doug, you know, uh, you know, been doing production for many years, and you have uh, special headphones, uh, noise canceling headphones. Have you seen those? I have. What do you call a person who wears noise canceling headphones? I have no idea. You can call them anything you want because they can't they can hear, hear you. Hey. Thank you, Doug. Why did Mister T remember him from the A Team? Don't steal my line. Why did Mr. T get an electric car? 
electric car. Because he was on the A team? Because he said, I pity the fuel. I pity the fuel. <laughs> Hold on, we're going back to. Okay. That's a stretch. Yeah. Seeing uh, charging stations pop up all over. I was a giant the other night. Then the super, I mean, yeah, Mawawa, you're all over the place. So I'm all over the place. A couple more for you, Doug. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I actually have an inferiority complex. It's not a very good one, but good. I do, but I do have one. Yes. <laughs> At last, the baby is in there. That's the one my kids are huddled around the radio for. There you go, kids. Huddle around their phones for. Here's a question, just not right or wrong, but do you agree that all bed coverings should be thin and machine washable, or is that more of a blanket statement? <laughs> I don't know if you heard about this, Doug. It's new, new, big news. The zoo is actually reorganizing how they lay things out. They're going to kind of go with the school theme, and they anticipate the brainiest part uh, to be the uh, hippocampus. The hippocampus. Yes. The brainiest part. Oh, uh, yeah. The hippocampus Hip- is part of your brain. The hippocampus uh, is part of your brain. What would you do with the brain if you had one? Nice move by you. Thank you. Nice save. Thank you. Doug, what's the difference between Iron Man and Aluminum Man? Uh, about 50 pounds. Well, that, there's that. Iron Man fights villains. Aluminum Man just foils their plans. <laughs> He's looking at you, kid. Thank you. Last but not least, I got a few more here, but uh, maybe we'll save some. Can't just blow through all these in one shot. No. Uh, uh, where is it? Oh, it's over here. Yes. Uh, why did the chicken get attacked by the highway mafia? <laughs> you know why? No, I don't know. Because why. it double crossed the road. Oh, You're not going to get wow. out of that. No. Speaking of which, finally, Doug. It's kind of embarrassing, but I'm can't. I mean, I'm, my life's an open book on this show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got arrested recently for downloading the entire Wikipedia. Oh my gosh! But I told the detective, "Wait, I can explain everything." <laughs> yes, you can. And that got me off the hook. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead, Moose. Let him have it. And that'll do it for now. That's funny. Doug, have a fine weekend. You too. You cutting the lawn again? Uh, tomorrow. That'll do it for the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.